Chapter 4, Cards How did you do that, demands Remus, sounding angry, though Sirius can't hear most of it through the pounding of his head. He squints at the other man as he pushes himself up to a sitting position. You were on the other side of the door. I closed it in your face. How are you back there? I don't know, do I? cries Sirius, clutching at his head. Can you please stop shouting? That's not helping. Helping, says Remus forcefully, a small amount of exasperation and hysteria behind the word. I'm not trying to help. I'm trying to get you out, but you've done something. Some sort of spell that keeps you locked here or, or something. Sirius glowers at him as he levers himself up to his feet, the expression more than a little weak as he wobbles on unstable legs. He squeezes his eyes closed as his surroundings spin around him, stomach lurching sickeningly. Sirius scrubs over his face with rough hands before resting his gaze on the other man again. I don't even have my wand, he argues. How could I have possibly done anything? I still think it's September for fuck's sake. What could you possibly think my reasoning is behind any of this? I don't know, and once again, I do not care, spits Remus, his every word biting and enunciated. I just want you gone, and eventually you'll stay that way. Remus strides across the floor then, and before Sirius can recover enough from his disorientation, he's once more being hauled to the door by a firm hand. He tugs against the grip uselessly, stomach still turning violently like it's being attacked by churning seawater. Remus pushes him out into the hall beyond the flat, but as soon as the door latch is closed, he's finding himself sprawled haphazardly around the base of the sofa again. You must be joking, grumbles Remus as Sirius groans. He winces as his head throbs traitorously, but he's got no time to right himself before the other man is pulling him to his feet and tossing him through the door. He does it again and again until Remus is panting from exertion and Sirius feels as though small pieces of himself are being forcibly ripped away. His head is threatening to fall away from his neck from the pressure building inside it, his eyes ready to burst with every terrible throb, his very skull aching. Sirius's entire body feels like one raw nerve exposed to devastating heat, and he thinks he might be ill over his rug at any second except there's nothing in his stomach to come up. He groans again, a pitiful sound that he doesn't have the strength to hate himself for releasing. Please stop, he begs. Please. I can't anymore. I can't leave. I haven't done anything, but I cannot leave. You have to stop. Remus stares at him, chest heaving, gauging him warily, eyes observant like Sirius is a tower of cards that he can topple with the slightest of movements if he can only find the correct one. Sirius thinks that's maybe an accurate comparison. He stays where he is on the floor this time, not moving, gazing blearily into the empty grate of the fireplace, gasping for breath. This cannot be happening, mumbles the other man, sounding as though he's speaking mostly to himself. What are you? I'm a bloody person, shouts Sirius with as much vehemence and strength as he can manage, his voice harsh and ragged as it tears from his throat. I'm a human being that you're treating like a dog you can kick when it's down. What are you that you're able to do that and feel no remorse? Remus's eyes shift over him, something flickering within them briefly before it's gone. 
His shoulders sag a little as he pinches the bridge of his nose, releasing a large, heavy sigh. I'm going to bed, he announces, sounding exhausted. I don't have the energy for more of, of this. I'll figure it out in the morning. You can just, just stay there on the floor. Seems to be a favorite spot of yours. And with that, he turns on his heel and disappears from sight to the bedroom, serious scowling after his retreating form. He lays there for a while before he attempts to move, ignoring the bile that floods his throat, swallowing against it, but it's no use. Whatever had jerked him back within the flat to this place each time he'd been thrown out has left him too weak to do much of anything, so Sirius remains where he is, feeling helpless and angry. He needs to talk to James and Lily, needs his friends to help him make sense of what's become of his life so suddenly, but he can't. Without the ability to leave, with no wand that he can find, no flu connection, and having never purchased his own owl, Sirius is stuck with no one except a strange man who doesn't know what to make of him any more than Sirius knows what to make of himself.